Hello, everybody. This is Create, and welcome to the first podcast of our our gaming house. So, what we're gonna start out with is a is a Soul Calibur Six review. Soul Calibur Six is made by Bandai Namco in twenty eighteen on October nineteenth, representing the Soul Calibur twentieth year twentieth anniversary. So, what basically happens in the game? It starts out with the lore of Soul Blade, a game five years before the first Soul Calibur game. So technically it would be 23 years in the making, but we're just focusing on Soul Calibur and not Soul Blade. So what happens is, uh, as as the story starts out, we learn about a pirate named Cervantes de Leon, who took Soul Edge, who's been resurrected in the 16th century, most lately the late 16th century, Around the nine, around the fifteen eighties. Sorry, almost the nineteen eighties. So what happened is, Cervantes got defeated by Sophitia, a a Athens, Greece, uh, baker's daughter who wields a short sword and shield, and destroyed one of the two blades that Cervantes de Leon was holding. Uh, but the shards came across her, almost mortally wounding her. And as Cervantes was delivering the final blow, a ninja named Taki, who is a demon and ghost slayer, I guess you can say, basically came in and just, well, killed him straight up in a battle to death. And then Siegfried Stauffen from Germany took Soul Edge, which turned into a Swihander style and became the Azure Knight known as Nightmare. That is the main far back story. the other stories that you're actually playing on is Libra Souls, where you create your own personalized character with one of them 16 or 17, if you actually 20 or 21 styles, depending if you bought tier as DLC or not, and have your own adventure fighting random characters that are made up by, by the computer or by real people and the main characters themselves in a story mode. What happens because of this is there's a good and evil tipping side and random adventures you can go along with battling, helping people, uh, helping them make shops, helping people build weapons and become the best blacksmith, whatever. The main story mode called the Chronicles of the Soul basically involves, in the main story, three characters. A bow staff wielder who's recently had an apocalypse in his hometown named Kilik, a Chinese sword wielder whose mother was one of the dead people named Shang Kuo, and a nunchaku wielder named Maxi whose entire crew got killed by a monstrosity made by a cult. Because of this, they all have they all try to seek out Soul Edge and destroy it once and for all to fix everything. And they successfully do after defeating Nightmare and the swords more physical version, Inferno. Because of this and the online gameplay, which is an astounding online gameplay if you ask me, I give this out of five stars, five out of five. Best game of the year right next to, well, in the next review, Red Dead Redemption. Even though I never played it myself, it's a really good game to, well, everyone. I love it, story mode and all that. So I hope you guys uh stay for the top five when we talk about my opinion the top five characters in Soul Calibur 6. I'll see you there.
Hello guys, this is Create here. We're going to try to keep this top five list as simple as possible, less than five minutes. For the top five Soul Calibur characters, in my opinion. We're just going to go by uh, how much I like them and how much I play them. So uh, here we go. Number five goes to Song Mina. I played her just for the story mode. And uh, Huang has been confirmed as the, as the assassin in Soul Calibur 2. Which is very nice. Number four goes to Raphael as he's actually a very, very interesting character. I would love to play him online, but I can't now, sadly. Which is uh, really sad on my part. Number three goes to Maxi as he's very interesting to use. As uh, he's basically the combo uh, extending guy. And his weapons are very interesting. I like his uh, Falcon or... It's actually a different name, but I call it Falcon thanks to Lee Long. Number two goes to Mitsurugi as he's uh, actually my most powerful character online, which is very nice and very good indeed. Number one goes to Yoshimitsu as he's just the best of all time in my opinion. Like literally, how have you ever seen a guy on a pogo stick, which is actually his sword, and make a sword in a helicopter of his right arm because he's cybernetic? No. Look at Yoshimitsu, that's what he does. He just basically flies all over the place for no reason. Hallelujah, amen. Unopened mention goes to Nightmare and Siegfried, of course, but also as well, Kilik and Gro, as they're all very, very interesting. Zasalamel is up in that list, too. So, yeah, I guess he would actually be number four, and Raphael actually being number five. Sorry about that, guys. But yeah, it's actually a pretty interesting list if you ask me if you keep it normal or how I just manipulated it just a few seconds ago. Doesn't matter, it's very good game. Uh, hope you all listen up for the wrap-up. Let's go there, I guess. <laughs> Let's get into some different topics right now. The CGA, or Creative Gaming Association, created by me, has sadly uh, been uh, deleted, uh, technically almost for good, sadly. It was, it was a TF2 competitive league that was basically a meme, well, thanks to my reputation, very sadly. I mean, I accidentally built up this reputation, so, yeah, very sad of me. Uh, Discord added a, a store for games that are brand new just to Discord or other games that have been released previously. Not only that, but Red Dead Redemption is becoming an instant massive hit. Instant massive hit. So much that it's even interesting me with its uh, master, I mean, legendary gunslingers. I mean, I haven't seen a video yet where someone tries to remove both guns from Billy Midnight during the train fight scene. It's very sad. I want I want him to live, you know. It's very sad. Finally, uh about my experience with very old video games like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, I've only beaten that game uh, only once in the Mr. Gene version, but it was uh, basically a really good game anyways. Very good. Very challenging at the very end, but still very nice no matter what. 
In fact, I, in fact, the Wii version is actually much easier. And I figured out their patterns too, which makes it very unique to me. And I beat in Champions mode against all the single characters. That's going to wrap up this podcast for today. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed and uh, I'll try to see you in another episode. Hopefully tomorrow, hopefully sooner. See you guys and uh, have fun playing video games.